Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a new Samsung Galaxy A15 for just $99. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Yeah! Good talk. Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at Walmart and StraightTalk.com. For network management practices, visit StraightTalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. Instant activation on single silver unlimited plan or higher required. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Two Out of Bounds, William Quaggenbush and Ben Milstead live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. A couple texts I really like from uh, from that segment. Texter said, parents who grew up watching Spongebob is the oldest I've ever felt in a sentence. I appreciate that, Texter. I, it, it also makes me feel a little bit like I'm 34 and I grew up watching Spongebob. It's just it's what happened. Uh, the second one was, I love this, Cindy and Seneca. Says the Puppy Bowl was more entertaining than Taylor Poophead Swift. And I just oh, like... Poophead. You know, that's a that's a phrase that we just don't say enough, I don't think. No. You you don't hear Poophead uh, very much anymore. It was a bad word growing up for me. Poophead? Yeah. <laughs> it, may, it did make me think of uh, <laughs> Anchorman, Anchorman when he says the unmentionable thing. and he's, poop, poop mouth, Ron. <laughs> poop mouth. Uh, this hour... It's brought to you by friends at PhD uh, Weight Loss. I love my experience with PhD Weight Loss. I emphasize love because it doesn't end when you drop the weight. Your relationship with PhD extends and it carries over and you're in the maintenance phase. And you know what? Even if you're not like, if they're not holding your hand every day, um, you know, even if you're a remote client or whatever the case may be, they are still available to you 24-7. That's the beautiful thing about PhD. You never stop being uh, being a client of theirs. Uh, you're never more than a phone call away from getting back on track or getting guidance that you need or making sure that you're making the right choices. And they'll tell you. They have great folks who are lining up to work with people and are passionate about this plan. Uh, Mike Vaughn's in the middle of it right now. John Hyde, Don Munson, and I have all done it. Uh, you can do it as well. Go to the website for more at myphdweightloss.com. That is myphdweightloss.com. Uh, ben, last night, all right, you know what? Let's do this first. Let's do this first. Uh, last night, I watched a couple college basketball games. I watched, I watched Duke and Wake Forest, and you know what I thought? I thought uh, two NCAA tournament teams right here. You wouldn't know that from, you know, listening to narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, but that looked like two NCAA tournament teams. And I felt the same way about Kansas and Texas Tech. And I want to talk about those games, but we we have access now to, and I'm not even going to say it's privilege access because this is public. This is something that, that somebody thought it was a good idea to put out to the world. This is Jimmy Dykes on Twitter. friend of the show sent us this. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Dykes is the analyst. He does a lot of SEC basketball. Mm-hmm. He is the analyst for the North Carolina-Syracuse game tonight. Not sure why, but you're correct. Yes. that The first part of your sentence will, really, this will all come back to that. We're going to play this clip. This is a tweet that the, the caption of the tweet is important. The caption of the tweet is what I see with the two eyes. In SEC and ACC, now he is in front of the sign that says Syracuse. He's clearly at Syracuse. Yes, and he, 
you see that he has picked that as his backdrop. You see that the entire uh, two-minute monologue here, the whole video, he's standing in front of that. So what I see, and i got to turn that down, what I see in the SEC and the ACC. Now, let me, before we start, let me say this real quick. We're going to play a fun game. It's called Listen for the Teams He Notes. Listen for the teams. Count the teams and see which teams he talks about live from noted ACC campus Syracuse today. What I see in the SEC, there's not a league better in all of college basketball than the Southeastern Conference right now. They're going to have nine teams in that NCAA tournament. Could, could change a little bit. The two teams that lead it right now, Alabama at 9-2, and two, South Carolina at 9-2. and two. Speaking of Alabama, their seventh time to go over 100 points on Saturday, 109 on the road against LSU. They can really, really score. Mark Sears, one of the better guards in all of college basketball. And South Carolina, also 9-2. and two. They play a different style, not a high-powered offense. They don't beat themselves. They got a stud in their freshman class. Colin Murray Boyles had 31 points in their win against Vanderbilt on Saturday. He's a big-time, big-time player, man. Lamont Paris has a foundational building block in that freshman class in Colin Murray Boyles. A hot team, Texas A&M. They've won five of six. One of my favorite players in all of college basketball plays for Texas A&M. Not Wade Taylor, not Boots Radford. I love those guys. But it's Anderson Garcia with two S's. His job description, as he wrote it, is this. Rebound the ball, give it back to our best players. This guy is legit. He had 17 rebounds against Tennessee on Saturday night, a rugged Tennessee team. He is a specialist, just relentless, unselfish. Watch Anderson Garcia, if you're a coach, clip it off and show your guys what playing hard really looks like. The other hot team in the league right now I got my eyes on, the Florida Gators. They've won five of six, big-time win against Auburn on Saturday. Florida Gators, I'm just telling you right now, they could be a sweet 16 team. Their roster is that good. They've got all the pieces. Todd Golden is pushing the right buttons. Riley Kugel, back to being Riley Kugel. That's a problem for everybody in the SEC going forward. I know you see the Syracuse logo in my background. That's because I'm in the ACC tomorrow night on Super Tuesday when North Carolina, in first place in the ACC, comes rolling into Syracuse. Armando Baycott has had three straight double-doubles. R.J. Davis has played like an All-American all year long. I'm looking forward to seeing North Carolina again. I saw them in the Bahamas early. Uh, defensively, they've gotten a lot better since I saw them back in December. That's what I see in the SEC and my eyes on the ACC this week. So, uh, Gee, Jimmy, I'm glad you could remember the name of a player that played us in the ACC. My gosh. So if you're looking for like a second count, okay, he has a 2 minute and 11 second video at the 141 mark. He begins to talk about the ACC. He mentioned six teams in that video live from an ACC campus. Five of them were SEC teams. The only reference he made to Syracuse was to note that they were playing North Carolina. And if we count Syracuse as a team that he said, then you have to count Auburn, who he referenced as a team that Florida just played. He spoke about, we're, we're, we're at an ACC campus. We're talking about the SEC and the ACC. Five of the six teams that he talked about were SEC teams. And 141 of his 211 were talking about SEC basketball. Ben, the reason this is important is because on the SEC network, the analysts calling SEC games are not doing this about the ACC. Is this something that Jimmy does on a regular basis? I don't recall seeing it. A lot. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I've got a couple of conflicting thoughts about this. First, first and foremost, the obvious is it. It just seems it seems kind of tacky to do the entire SEC rundown the night before or the night of the day of calling an ACC game and you're standing in front of their side. Eh, that just seemed a little bit tacky. Okay. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's that angle. I might surprise you here, but the ACC needs 
more people. We've talked about this before. They need more guys that are doing what Jimmy Dykes does, take every opportunity to talk about his conference, just like he does with the SEC and others do. And it, it it's frustrating because I'm – I'm just scrolling back through his uh, his Twitter timeline, and he does have several. Uh, I see at least two where it says "What I see in the SEC." Um, so it is something that he's done on numerous occasions. The thing, a bigger problem, and we've talked about this is there's just not enough mouthpieces for the ACC and. I think the conference and the league office has a lot to do with that. And I'll give you an example. Had a broadcaster. It's been long enough ago now that I can say this. Earlier this year, I had a broadcaster show what another conference passes out to everybody on television. So if if you're going to call, I don't even remember what conference it was. I think it was the Pac-12. Pac-12. It was Pac-12. So this broadcaster said, uh, this is what the Pac-12 sends us when I call one of their games. And it was a rundown on every team in the conference. It was bullet points. It's talking points for the talking heads. Um, Here's storylines in the league. Here are games that are important. Here are players to watch. All the things that you would want to know as a broadcaster. And so I said, well, what do you get from the ACC? The answer, nothing. Not nothing. Each school, I mean, like Clemson will, in their game notes, has everything you need to know about Clemson. Most most schools are like, although there's some schools that don't even, you've got to search far and wide to find those even online. You know this as a broadcaster because mm-hmm. you have to go look for him yourself. Um, but in terms of promoting the league, the league is not promoting itself, and they're not helping others do it. I promise you, Jimmy Dykes is being fed. I mean, he's doing some. He's doing the homework, but he's also being fed that information. I, I would. I'd bet a hundred bucks on it. This is this is my issue with this, okay? I don't have a problem with him talking about the SEC getting nine teams into the tournament or talking about Alabama, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Tennessee, or Florida. I have no issue with that whatsoever because Jimmy Dyke sees those teams. Personally, I think it is incredibly disrespectful to Syracuse in particular and the ACC in general to be getting ready to call an ACC game and spending a minute and 40 seconds of two minutes and 10 seconds talking about another conference. Because here's the deal. If he were calling Texas A&M and Tennessee tonight, we would have gotten a full breakdown of Texas A&M and Tennessee, would we not? Of course we would. We would have gotten a full breakdown of those teams. Why? I mean, why is he the one that's calling the game? He is an SEC guy, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't. I mean, I don't mind that at all, but why is, why is he the guy calling the game on – ESPN tonight. This is what I don't understand, and I, I think it's a great question, but even so, why could you not do two minutes on North Carolina and Syracuse today and do some SEC stuff from your house tomorrow? Right. Like, why Why did you do that? And and again, it might seem like sour grapes or whatever. You know, you're just mad that people, you, you know, you're just mad because the ACC doesn't have as good of teams or whatever. The point is that the narrative matters. It matters what people are saying about your league. It matters what people are saying about your teams. You know what's happened? I've noticed it. You know what has happened in the conversation about the Big 12? People are now having to address the non-conference strength of schedules for Big 12 teams. And there is increasing skepticism with teams that have good net ratings in the middle bottom, like that third quadrant of the league, sort of. There is an increased skepticism of those teams because more light was shown on how, well, all we're getting is fluff and we're not, we're not putting a microscope on these things. 
The Big 12 is doing a better job of propagandizing than the ACC is. And I will say this. People are doing a better job of propagandizing on behalf of the Big 12. And it took people doing reverse propaganda, going out of their way to point out that there's propaganda going on yeah. to bring it back to center with the and, Big 12. And, and, and Jimmy Ducks has actually done that too. Uh, he's trying to make a point about the SEC, but he's done that with non-conference strength of schedule. Same thing we did, pointing out that the Big 12's net non-conference strength of schedule is 242. The SEC's is 161. Oh, yeah, the ACC's is 156. But, but I mean, he's he's putting that out there, tearing down Big 12, I mean, as you should. I mean, that's, that's a legitimate point. But my point is he's going to bat for the conference that he covers. Which he's not covering tonight. And yes, this is, go- this is going to be the issue because you know what's going to happen is that he is going to be... And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I, I'm gonna say this as respect as respectfully as I can. He is going to call the game tonight as an objective ACC journalist. He's not gonna call it as a partisan shill. And you know what he's gonna say? Wake Forest doesn't have a quad one win. That's what he's gonna say. Mm-hmm. Wake Forest. Well, you know they're the because I, I looked at Lenardi's bracket this morning and they are the first team out. And he's going to say, you know, Wake Forest is a good team, but they don't have a quad one win. He is not going to call it like the partisan hack that he is for the SEC. If it were an SEC game, he wouldn't be nearly as rational and logical and whatever. And I, generally, I don't mind rational logical unless rational logical gets chucked out the window when you're talking about other teams, other leagues, other programs. And they do chuck rational logical out the window when they are shilling for this conference for four hours every day on their own network. And when you have Florida and Kentucky playing on SE, on ESPN, and when you have these outlets, the ACC appears to be the only team getting rational logical treatment. I mean, doesn't it feel that way? That I'm, I'm not saying I'm not like arguing with the fact pattern here with the ACC, although I think there is. Like, if more people started saying Wake Forest looks like an NCAA tournament team, people might start to believe it more. But I'm not even saying you have to do that. I'm saying nobody else is doing that with their leagues. No other league is subject to rational and logical thought. The Big East, propaganda from Fox. The Big Ten, propaganda from Fox. The SEC, propaganda from ESPN. And the Big 12, propaganda from ESPN. Those machines are at work. And the ACC is getting treated rationally and logically in these discussions. That's the annoying part. I have nothing against logic and reason, clearly. But if we're going to apply those standards, let's apply it across the board. One thing you, you can say about Dick Vitale, Dick Vitale was going to be a cheerleader. And like he did a lot of Duke and North Carolina, so people say he's going to be a cheerleader for Duke and North Carolina. Think about the times where Clemson was clearly not better and he would do like a Duke-Clemson game or something like that. Mm -hmm. You came out of that game thinking Clemson was fine. Like, Dick Vitale's going to hype up the the teams playing in this game. And a lot of SEC analysts are doing that, and the Big 12 analysts are doing it, and everybody's doing it except the ACC. They're not doing it. We'll talk more about this on the other side. 654-ROAR is the number. Hour 2 of the program continues right after this. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. An ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's premier spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's premier day spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. 
From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. Thompson and King want you to know that there has been an important change in veterans' rights. Vets or widows of vets who served in Vietnam in the Navy may now be able to receive Agent Orange benefits. Public Law 11623 is known as the Blue Water Navy Vietnam Vets Act of 2019. These Blue Water claimants may also be eligible if their claims were previously denied. If you or your deceased spouse served in Vietnam in the Navy, please call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. Valentine's Day is upon us, and you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's Jewelers, upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk, endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there at Reed's Jewelers, go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. He will as well. Reed's Jewelers, Haywood Mall, next to Belk, online at reeds.com. Hello Clemson baseball fans, this is James Hill, Executive Director for Clemson Downs. We want to wish Coach Backich and the Tiger baseball team a fantastic season. Clemson Downs offers independent living, assisted living, memory care, and skilled nursing care. For more information on Clemson Downs, please call 864-654-1155 or visit ClemsonDowns.com. Go Tigers! Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 105.5 and 97.5. We are The Roar. Where every day is game, game day. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. All right, hour two continues out of bounds. William Pogamush, Ben Milstead. A couple of texts here. I mean, just really... I mean, y'all are really vibing with us today uh, when we're talking about this. I, this text from the 864, this is so true. And I, I Jimmy, Jimmy Dyke should not have done this. Jimmy Dyke should not have done this, but I do feel bad for him in this way. His employers put him in a bad spot here because and a texture points out from the 864. Notice how Jimmy Dykes gave a lot of opinion about the SEC teams, but all he said about the ACC teams were facts about Armando Baycott, double-doubles, and that he'd seen him play in the Bahamas. The only opinion he gave about an ACC team was to say that R.J. Davis is playing at All-American level. He has head knowledge of North Carolina. He has no knowledge of Syracuse. We have no, we, we actually don't know if Jimmy Dykes has... He's, he's not a bad analyst, so I'm sure he's watched some Syracuse tape. But he's calling... Te- tonight, he's calling a game with teams that he's spent very little time with relative to other teams. He doesn't... He didn't state opinions about those teams because he doesn't have them. And that's the guy that's calling the game on Big ESPN. I think it's on Big ESPN tonight. Yeah, it I mean, is. It's on Big ESPN tonight. A side note: Do you know? Do you know how, potentially what kind of night Armando Baycott could have against oh, Syracuse man. inside tonight? Thirty and eighteen. Thirty and eight. That's exactly. Exactly the two numbers that I was thinking about. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until you said it, and immediately I'm like, he's going to get by. Because he's also going to go to the line 12 times. Like he's going to be 9 or 10 for 12 on free throws, I think, in this game. I mean, <laughs> he could really do work. Um, so you do have that game on tonight. It is uh, on the regular four-letter network. Uh, that is a 7 o'clock tip-off. 
there. Um, as a if you're a, if you're a Clemson fan, you're you're a, right now in the standings. You're a peer of of Syracuse. It's not going to be that way at the end of the year. So, you know, I could say, well, you want you want Syracuse to lose there, but you brought up a good point about why you might not be pulling for Syracuse to lose. Yeah. So this is where this is where you kind of have to decide what your priority is. And to be quite honest with you, I'm not sure that I'm right on this. I'm just pointing out a different perspective. Syracuse is your peer in the standings. You're a half game ahead of them. And like you said, Clemson with the schedule coming up, they should be well ahead of Syracuse at the end. Syracuse mm-hmm. is going to be around 500 probably at the end of this. Um, but from a net rating standpoint, North Carolina right now is 10 in the net ratings. If you lose a road game at Syracuse... Syracuse is going to get a bump. Now, today they're 91, mm-hmm. so it's not going to become a quad one win for you. But they are they are closer to bumping up into a quad one for you than North Carolina is in danger of dropping out of a quad one for you. So I would, I would suggest that from a net rating standpoint, it might help Clemson if Syracuse wins. And we've, we've preached this several times this year that where you are in the net rankings is more important than your conference standings right now. As crazy as that sounds, your conference standings really don't matter when it comes to Selection Sunday. It's tough. It's tough to to rationalize that, but it is true. Um, some other games tonight. I tell you what, let's go to Tariel Chat. So we're talking about North Carolina. We'll go to Tariel Chat, and we'll get back to a uh, little ACC hoops uh, because it's it's a pretty full slate tonight. To be quite honest with you. Tariel Chad's up next. Chad, what's up? Uh, Dr. Qualk, hey, um, I, the question I have is how did we get here with the ACC stuff? There's lots of reasons, right? There's uh, maybe the ACC has been down. I would argue some years, yes, some years, no. Um, I would say the net rankings, for whatever reason, has not fell really in the ACC's favor. There's lots of discussion around that. Um, you could argue maybe the SEC, some of the other conferences uh, have hired better coaches, uh, et cetera, and kind of leveled the playing field. Um, I would get back to ESPN, though. Jay Billis, specifically, he's the lead analyst. He's played millions of dollars a year. Uh, and he can throw Jay Williams in there, too. Why are they not pounding the drum? Both of them went to Duke. They're old ACC guys, especially Billis. Why not pounding the drum? He's got the ultimate platform. And I guess he's trying to be agnostic, but he could he could probably move the needle a bit with some of that. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I would agree. Here's here's what I would say. And I I hold, 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 look, let me right. add one thing. All right, go ahead. Fran Fraschella, Fran Fraschella, uh even Gottlieb, Jimmy Dykes. They sure as heck, when they have a chance, they're plugging Big 12 or SEC ad nauseum until you just can't stand it enough. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention that, too. Well, that's true. Let me ask you this, Chad. Who is the who is the most prominent voice in the realm of Dykes, Frischilla, Gottlieb on the ACC network? Uh, well, that was going to be my last point. Okay. Okay. Uh, it used to be, used to be. It should have, should have been, my opinion, Mark Packer and and Wes, but it really didn't work out. Well, and th- um, this is this is yeah. what I would say. This is why I brought that up, because yeah, I I, I I'm gonna go all the way back to 2016. I don't think ESPN actually wanted the ACC network to begin with. Think about what the ACC had. To, the ACC basically what it's gonna come down to is they are gonna give up themselves. For this network, for the twenty-year lock-in and the gracious terms and all the ways that ESPN right. has them by the you know what, I, like that, the it, ESPN didn't want this, and so they have gone out of their way to cultivate Big Twelve analyst structures with like credible people, former coaches like Frischilla, and the SEC network with credible people, a guy like Dykes. Who is the credible person that ESPN has developed and pushed on the ACC network? And the answer is. Nobody. They have not pushed 
Anybody. They have put resources into the SEC. They have put resources into the Big 12. They have put time and energy into putting people there in an analyst role. I know what you're saying about Packer and about Wes, but to me, this ain't a fine bomb issue, which is kind of what you're talking about. This is a during the games. It is a two-hour Big 12 infomercial, a two-hour SEC infomercial, and tonight it's going to be, well, Wake Forest does have a quad one win. Right. I mean, that's... But Kansas is eight and... Yeah, I, right. I hear you. Maybe you'll be good at that. You're Actually, you are interviewing as we speak <laughs> for that role. You could stand on the desk. You could rip your shirt off. You could do all kinds of crazy stuff. And you, do you know you what... Know? Do you, know what's, awesome. you know what's crazy about this? And I'm, I'm glad we got you here because I, I, I want to say this. You know who's really good at this, what I'm talking about, is Kelly Gramlich. Mm-hmm. Kelly Gramlich will stand on the table and she will pound her fist and she will get on social media and she will tout the merits of women's basketball in the ACC. And she didn't show up on, a- on ACC Network as a household name, but there has been investment into their show. There's been investment into that yeah. product to make sure that people know that ACC women's basketball is very good. And I know they have more to sell probably than the men do, but it is possible that they can do that, that they have people who are passionate about doing it, who spend time and energy and resources into doing it, and on the men's side, they just do not have it, and I don't think they have any interest in cultivating it. And then, you know, you have Lenardi specifically at ESPN who is very negative, been negative on the ESPN, although, you know, from a tournament perspective, it hasn't proved that well for him in that regard, but he's constantly kind of another piece that's, you know, Pounding the negative drum. So, just want to mention that, um, uh, Bren. I saw you uh, Saturday. Uh, you got some TV time on Saturday, mm-hmm. and every time the officials came over to the uh, desk, some of your facial expressions were fantastic. <laughs> you know, I was thinking he was probably thinking, "What in the bleep bleep is this about? What's about to happen?" Uh, you know, all those yeah. kind of things when when the officials, your buddies get tied into stuff over there Chad, it was I, pretty interesting entertaining I, I uh you're not the first person who's told me that i am smart enough not to open my mouth in those situations <laughs> but i do everything i can to make that known in my facial expression i made eye contact with burt smith during a, a uh, review and i just gave him the old head shake you did, <laughs> did i did did you guys did you watch the wake forest uh game last night I did, yes. Yes. The I don't know who it was on Wake Forest beat, and this has become kind of a common theme. Maybe I've missed it. Maybe me being a UNC fan, I'm living in a glass house somewhere. But the writer says the worst game he's seen in 20 years called an officiate. And I'm like, that's like rinse, repeat from a lot of folks. Last night he said it was so inconsistent and just chaos. People calling fouls 60 feet away, can't see anybody. Did I, I watched that. Maybe I missed it. Did you feel it was one of those crazy games where it was just not good? Officiating was. Ben, I don't know. I did not think it was like super poorly officiated last night. It to Chad's point, I do. It was unpredictable. It you know that's yeah, well, what drives me was in crazy. There. Teddy. Yeah. Oh, TV Teddy. Oh yeah. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy and Lee Castle with his pink whistle and, and cologne and hair gel. <laughs> I like how you smelled him from, from home. You knew the cologne was there. <laughs> it's like, who's here? Well, Teddy's here. Oh, here it comes. I can smell Castle. He's not here yet, but he'll be here in a few seconds. All right, thank you. Oh, man, thanks, Chad. Appreciate the phone call. You know, Chad was talking about Billis and Jay Williams. I, I agree with him that, it almost feels like those two, Jay Williams in particular, he is going overboard not to sound bias. Yes. And a lot of, you know, recently he said something about uh, where he would where he'd go to school if he wouldn't have gone to Duke or if he had, if he could transfer for one year. Forget exactly how that was framed, but he said North Carolina. North Carolina fans are offended by that, and so are Duke fans. Like, yes. come on, man, lie to us if you believe that. You're not you, making any friends saying that, and he doesn't believe that. I don't think. I, don't, so. I mean, and I, listen, I like those two guys. I I do. I like I like them both. But you don't you don't have to go 
so overboard as to you know try to pretend to be not biased i would say and it, like thinking about that question that chad was asking basically he's asking why won't jay williams and jay billis just sort of be acc shills like these guys for these other leagues i would argue it's because they're on the big flagship they kind of they are basically shills for the big brands that are bringing people in and selling uh selling subscriptions mm-hmm. that's what they're doing that, to me, that and maybe it could be their job. To me, their job is to sell the big names, particularly the big names of the game that they're calling. Yeah, they are selling the big brands and the big important things that are going on in the world of basketball generally. Yeah, Texture says Seth Greenberg will go to bat for the ACC. I'm glad you mentioned that because I kind of forgot about him. I agree. You're, with you're this. right. That's that's a good one. He he's probably the number one. To be honest with, he's pro- if if there's one guy that's like trying to tout the ACC on there, I would say Seth Greenberg is the number one guy. I did hear him going down a monologue the other day about uh, non-conference strength of schedule. Like, man, if there's anybody that don't need to be talking about that, <laughs> it's you, Seth. Hey, he knows better than anybody. He can, he can tell you that will keep you out of a tournament. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from lots of experience. Um, other games in the league tonight, you've got uh, Virginia hosting Pitt. That is at 7 o'clock, also on ACC Network. No concern there, right? I'm, and I'm saying concern because, you know, Virginia's won eight in a row. Yeah, you want Virginia. I think at this point you want Virginia to keep winning. You want the top teams to keep winning. Uh, Pitt's still a dangerous team, man. I, I know what their record says they are. They're still a dangerous team. I, they're not going to go into Virginia and win that one. There's still a quad one win for Clemson, by They're uh, 60 in the net. Oh, how still, about that? Still a quad one win. Louisville and Boston College is at nine o'clock. Oh, I don't, I don't think that one really matters. Louisville, I, Louisville is playing a little bit better. I said this the other day that the long game that Louisville's playing is the most annoying, where they just absolutely stunk for November and December, and now they're good enough to ruin everybody's life. And then Florida State goes to Virginia Tech tonight. Uh, that is at nine o'clock on the U. That should be fun. I think those are peers. Yeah, I don't. I, they're 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 peers. It Virginia Tech's a five and a half point favorite. That that sounds about right to me. I would expect them to win. I would expect them to win that game. Florida, you want to talk about a team that is an absolute enigma? I have no idea what I'm getting from them at any point. Yeah, I, and I don't feel like Florida State is as good as their record says that they are right now. Probably, and the record's probably, not great. No, but I mean, like in conference play, they're what seven and five, I think. They are. Um, I think they're going to have a little bit of a correction here down the stretch, though. They've got they got a fairly difficult finishing stretch. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Florida State will fall off. I actually, I was looking at. I think Wake Forest is going to fall off a little bit, just because. I'm not sure they go 10 and 0 at home in conference play. And they do have all those quad one games coming up. By the way, I, when we come back, I, I saw a stat yesterday about Wake Forest that I, I had to do a double take on. And I saw it somewhere else. So it's got to be true. I'll give you that on the other side. Hour two of the program continues right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Samuel Property Group is locally owned, proud to be part of the upstate community and putting their money where their mouth is. If you know someone moving a loved one into assisted living and struggling to sell their outdated home, or maybe you have a friend with a property wrapped up in probate, what about a vacant, dilapidated home in your neighborhood that needs sprucing up? Make a referral that turns into a deal, and when they close, you get a $1,000 referral fee. It's that easy. SamuelPropertyGroup.com. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. 
Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advanced registration is required. clemsonareachamber.org. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco family is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. Here at ATV Outfitters, we stock more ATV, UTV, motocross, and street bike products than anyone for hundreds of miles around. We have more than 10,000 tires and wheels on hand, and we pride ourselves on great prices and getting you the accessories you need fast. Come see us in the items that are readily available to get your vehicle ready for the street, trail, or mud pit. Don't buy elsewhere. We'll both lose money. Come by the store located at 2485 Rutherford Road, Greenville, or shop online at ATVOutfitters.net. This Valentine's Day, skip the rush on cards, chocolates, and flowers and give your loved ones what they really want, an insanely clean home with the pros at Zero Res. Their patented process uses ZR water to clean your carpets and other services like no other. And with no residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention to me, Mickey, and The Roar, and you'll get three units of carpet clean for $109 plus a free hallway. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Call the plumber whose name is his number one. Tom Plumber. One Tom Plumber will be there in an hour, or they'll discount your bill. In one hour? Yeah. Just dial the number one, then Tom Plumber. That's their name. That's their number. Call the plumber whose name is his number one. Tom Plumber. One Tom Plumber. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Well, that's what we're here for. To get you out of your sports glass case of emotion. You're welcome. We are the Roar. Our two continues out of bounds. William Plugenbush and Ben Milstead. Live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. You know it's uh, it's 3X Tuesday at Ingles today? Is it? That means you shop at Ingles, which you've done that already today? You get an Ingles salad today? I did not get a salad, oh. but, 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 but never fear. Okay. I went there anywhere. Anyway, gentlemen, let me tell you why. They have a very affordable floral department. Do you know what tomorrow is, Quack? Uh, tomorrow would be uh, the big one, the big uh, Valentine's Day. It's don't screw it up, Dave, men. <laughs> they have a very affordable floral department. In fact, they had roses and carnations uh, on a table out by the register at the at the one in Easley here. So just, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Very and You can also save, use your uh, bonus points there too. I don't know if we've said this. In fact, I should have been saying this. Uh, it is 3X Tuesday when you do curbside 
at Ingles. You get three times the uh, the points on Fuel Perk. Uh, again, 3X Tuesday. Valid on pickup orders on Tuesdays. And they do have a great, uh, they do have a great, great floral department. The do- a dozen roses for seven dollars off, people. Seven dollars off a dozen roses. You know what uh, my wife and I are liking right now, and this is maybe the best. It's maybe the best candy known to man. The Reese's White Chocolate Hearts. Stop. Yes, sir. Man, I you know I've sworn off sugar. I'm off attempted. Oh, man. You know what? That's all I'm going to say about it. For everybody else, Reese's White Chocolate Hearts. At Ingles, where you find low prices, and you will love the savings. Um, quickly, before we go back to the phone, uh, I gave you the ACC games tonight. Uh, I, I did want to – there's three games in the SEC tonight. Uh, Texas A&M is at Vanderbilt. Really, I, you don't you shouldn't have any drama in that one. Uh Vanny's a solid squad, Ben. Scrappy. Would be competitive in any other league for sure. One and nine. Uh, A&M, meanwhile, still a tournament team. Uh, Florida host LSU at 8 o'clock on the SEC Network. And then one to keep your eye on, man. Uh, Kentucky host Ole Miss. Don't lose another home game there, buddy. At some point, you got to not give up 90. They are not happy with Coach Cal right now. Uh, Kentucky's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm looking at that one, buddy. I'm looking at that one. Oh, man, you might make me do it. That's that's the 9 o'clock game on ESPN after the the North Carolina-Syracuse. So I've got my viewing schedule lined up for tonight. That's going to be an interesting game. I, I think it is. Ole Miss at Kentucky. Ben, what if I told you that in their last two road games, Ole Miss has covered and they won outright as an eight-point underdog at Texas A&M and they covered by half a point as a three-and-a-half-point underdog at South Carolina. And they've had extra rest. They've had a week. There's there's a little pressure on Kentucky tonight. That total is 163 and a half, and there's no way that doesn't go over, right? There's no way. It doesn't seem like. I mean, Kentucky again, 163 and a half is high. That's the that's the the Texas Tech Oklahoma State like 2010 of point spreads in college basketball. But Kentucky gives up 90 every game. They give up 89 to Gonzaga. Every game they give up 90. That means they have to score 74. And they're definitely scoring 74. Tell me why Kentucky's ranked this week. Because Jimmy Dyke said, probably. <laughs> 28th in the net. That's pretty good. But, I mean, they, they've... they've uh, they're, they're not playing well right now at all. Uh, I don't care where they're ranked, though. I don't care where they're ranked. Ben, what if I told you the last time Kentucky didn't go over in a home game was November the 10th? You know what? 30 bucks. Over! All the way over in the dock. 30 bucks. Way over 163 and a half. Give me all of that. Let's go to Kevin, who's up with us next. I might couple that with plus eight and a half. We might get a little greedy on this one. What's up, Kevin? Man, what's up, Carl? Hey, man, just uh, calling in to say what a great weekend we got coming up. We got the Genesis Open in California. Tiger's going to be playing. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is the favorite. Uh, a lot of good golfers in that tournament. Uh, probably the best field you'll see until the U.S. Open or the Masters. Uh, opening weekend in baseball, you know, uh, who doesn't love that? You go freeze to death for the first four weeks. Sweat to death for the last four weeks of baseball season. And I hear you guys talking about the ACC, SEC. Uh, what's tougher? Uh, playing the top four ACC team, you know, Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, and Clemson are the top four SEC teams. And Tennessee, South Carolina, uh, Kentucky, and Auburn. Uh, Tennessee and Auburn. There's, there's a lot to be said for the strength of the ACC. 
Yeah, look, I, I would agree. And, and Kevin, look, I, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. I, I'd almost, I mean, I'd, I'd almost say it's a push. It's, it's, ten, it's Auburn and Tennessee, not Kentucky there in the top four. But, uh, I mean, now, listen, don't ask Clemson people what's tougher because they've got wins over two of those. Ooh, true. Hey, if we did Gamecock wheel logic, Clemson's sixth in the ACC and they beat the top two in the SEC. Therefore, the best team in the SEC is seventh. SEC champs, quote. <laughs> That's pretty good. Right? I'm joking. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm just poking fun at him. No, those are both, both conferences have four solid teams at the top. I, I would point out Clemson is not in the top four in the ACC standings right now, but but they are certainly one of the four best teams in the ACC. Let me ask this with Clemson. We we are not playing win game. We have sworn it off. We refuse. Okay, we refuse. You can ask us. We'll politely decline. Not doing that to the program. Not doing it. <laughs> but shouldn't Clemson... I was thinking about this the other day. Clemson right now is sitting at 6-6 six and six in the league... The fourth place team in the league right now is Wake Forest at eight and five. So you're one and a half games back of the fourth spot, which is important because that's your double buy in the tournament. Good point. Clemson should be in the top four, right? I mean, they we talked about they're gonna be favored. Doesn't mean they're gonna win all the time because basketball. In fact, I wanna in hour three we could talk about some of that. But they're going to be favored. Right now, Ken Palm projects Clemson to be fifth behind North Carolina, Duke, Virginia, and Wake Forest. One game behind Wake Forest. We've talked about Wake Forest has all these quad one games coming up. Yeah, I, I would not be shocked, though. I still don't give I don't give Wake Forest enough credit and, and you know, probably should give them more credit than I am at this point. Um. My hunch is that it comes down to that final game and maybe Wake and Clemson fin- in a, finish the regular season with the same conference record and Wake gets the tiebreaker. That, that's sort of my guess is what's going to happen there. That that could be true. That that really could be true. As I'm looking at Wake, I mean, I you know, just sort of handicapping the games that I, I think they're going to be favored. I mean, I, I half expect them, again, going into the Clemson game, I expect them to win all their home games because they have so far. Like Virginia, I uh, don't expect them to go to Virginia and win. They could win at Notre Dame and they could win at Virginia Tech, I think for sure. Um, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a tricky portion of the schedule that they've got coming up. I thought they played well against Duke last night. I thought they played pretty well. Um, you know, I... I let me put it this way. I think Duke had to play well to beat him last night. Um, Duke got to the foul line 25 times. And some of that was fouling at the end of the game. I get it. Um, but, like, Salas was very good last night. And I thought Hildreth, uh, he he tends to be a little loosey-goosey for my taste, but I thought he was good last night. Um, you had the kid off the bench. Monsanto hit two threes. You had the other kid off the bench had 10 points. So I, there's there's a lot to like about Wake Forest. I do, I agree with you. I think Wake and Clemson are going to be in the battle for that fourth spot when all is said and done. Because Florida State, I mean, you look at the ACC standings. To me, Florida State doesn't have the staying power, and NC State doesn't have the staying power, and Pittsburgh doesn't have the staying power of teams that are either equal to or above Clemson right now in the standings. It would not be the end of the world if Clemson doesn't get a double bye either. Agreed. Um, because it's an opportunity for another win there. Oh, I agree. 100%. Oh, yeah. Pad that resume. Pad it, baby. I love it. Um, can we talk about Kansas and uh, Texas Tech for a minute? I don't know if Kansas wants you talking about that today. Well, Bill Self doesn't want to talk about it. You know, he has never been ejected as the Kansas coach. He got ejected last Are night for the first time. Are you kidding me? Yes. So, and would you believe? That's shocking. The last time Bill Self got ejected was 1999. It's been 25. He was at Tulsa the last time he got ejected as a head coach in a college basketball game. Well, I mean, think about it. Why would you get ejected at Kansas? You get every goal at home half the time. Um, But Texas Tech, that, that game, that gym is an inferno, first of all. 
Good luck to anybody. Any ranked team going in there, no chance. Zero. Absolutely nada. But, man, Kansas wanted none of that smoke last night. Texas Tech jumped on them. I, I went to bed at 10-15 knowing full well Texas Tech was going to win. They were up like 18, 20. I mean, and it just sat there. I mean, there were no real runs back and forth, whatever. I mean, they were up 18-20 the whole rest of the game. Um, Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky, man. We got Kentucky on the brain. <laughs> Kansas also looked like they quit in the second half. They they really, they they just were going through the motions for much of that. Only scored 22 points in the second half well, last night. And what did we say? The toughest thing to do is play a tough game on Saturday, turn around and go on the road on Monday. That's true. It's the toughest thing we ask people to do in college basketball. There's also a thing happening here. Uh, Texas from the 864 said they didn't have McCuller. That's right. They didn't have McCuller. And uh, I think it was Harris was hobbled in the game last night. So they weren't 100%. It, last night was the 33rd time this season that an AP top 10 team went on the road and lost to an unranked opponent. That is the most ever in history through the month of February. And we're not even halfway through February. Yeah, Texas Tech's only lost one game at home this year. Yes. Who'd they lose to, by the way? They lost to Cincinnati uh, just like two weeks ago. Not ranked. Not ranked. 75-72. One of those sleepy ones. 33 times. That seems high. Like when you just say 33 before somebody tells you that it's the most through the month of February ever. 33 different times this season an AP Top 10 team has gone on the road and beaten and, or, or, and lost to an unranked opponent. 33 times. That's 3.3 times per slot. That it, Not just anybody, but an unranked team beats them. I think home court advantage, I think it says a lot about home court advantage in college basketball. And, like, we've been talking about how weird it is that Clemson plays well on the road. Like, would you rather them play better at home? Yes, of course. But playing well on the road is hard. It's hard to go win in these environments. The second thing is, and I, people say it all the time, this tournament actually is going to be to, total nonsense. Who in the world is good? Does anybody know? I don't have a clue who's good and who's not. Because I've seen a lot of good and a lot of bad from everybody. Hour two's in the books. Hour three's up next. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson. WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens. 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. First, it was Seneca, then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street, featuring 10-inch personal-sized pizzas and daily lunch specials. A build-your-own salad bar and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection and, get this, $3 pints all day, every day on their own Joe's House Lager. Served in frozen pint glasses. Dine-in or take-out Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main in Central. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. It's moving day, and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache. Hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. 
Through a clean-cut and reliable team, pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate. No rounding up. Call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with Tiger Moving Company. Wearing a hat is so much more important than a fashion statement. You're making a stand for your favorite sports team, local cause, or brand. Hatflow Co. takes headwear seriously, offering only the highest quality custom and collegiate hats with patches handmade by locals in the upstate. Visit hatflowco.com to upload your custom design and get it quick with nationwide shipping and no order minimums. Or shop their collegiate collection at Harrison's Workwear in Malden or Spartanburg. Whichever way you shop, thank you for supporting a small business. Every shot, every block, every game. We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Number three out of bounds, William Qua 